Welcome to the Making a Runner podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a running specialist, biokineticist, and coach. And I'm a co-host, Davey, aka Davey on the Run. Through our shared knowledge and experience, we unpack the fascinating topic of running. We speak to coaches, athletes, subject matter experts, and everyday enthusiasts to help you improve your running. And ensure that you enjoy every step of the way, wherever the road or trail may take you. This is how runners are made. It's how runners are made, baby. Oh yeah. Nicola! Davide! How are you, my friend? Yes, is when were you last on that mic? <laughs> Yo. It's been a while. It's been maybe been, four weeks. I've been floating month. the ship, bro. You've been you've been holding down the fort. Okay. Captain doing a, on my own. Doing a stellar job at it, yeah. might I add. Davy, I need you back, my boy. Yeah, I'm back. I'm I back need- here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm out. I need your energy, bro. This year is not done yet. We still got some episodes. Okay. Well, well, yes. But but talking about this year, I think um that's a it's a nice way to segue into the theme of this episode, which is Pretty much just catching up on 2023, the yeah. year that it was, where Making a Runner has come from, our journeys together, our running experiences, what's happened in our life. So sure. let's, start with, let's start with you, Nick. It's what been is, a lot. We well, were sitting here trying to look at our highlights from this year and we realized, yo guys, we've released like over 50 episodes. It's actually quite hard to, to sit here and uh, nitpick at um, what our favorite moments were. There were so many, um, but I think one thing that I can confidently say, it's been a year of growth for us, both in our running and in the podcast. We, we've done some awesome things. I think one of the main things that we went into early on this year was we decided to go with weekly episodes, um, which we knew would be would be a hell of a show <laughs> to, to keep going for the whole year. But we somehow- We doubled, we doubled up. We doubled up. We yeah. managed and, and it's been great. You know, it's been fantastic. The growth has been fantastic. We were able to segue our, our producer, uh, <laughs> Leah, into a Making Her Runner segment, which has done fantastically well. And we still got a Making Her Runner episode coming before the end of the year. So all in all, it's been, it's been a fantastic year. The running, oof, it's been another year of growth, I guess. We, we, we're still pushing. We're still going. Uh, Davy and I, we started off the year quite early with uh, two oceans, with the ambitious goal of going to two oceans and getting a silver. Um, and that, we nailed it. We nailed it. That was <laughs> great. We managed to do it. Davey then carried on, tried to go to his ambitious uh, comrade silver, back-to-back Sub silver. Six hours. <laughs> uh, it looked like if you guys were following Davey on the day, it looked like he was trying to go for the win. Yeah. He was trying to go for a gold medal. No, I was. Do you know, I just got excited because I, I knew Gerda was there. I thought maybe... <laughs> I kept asking, "Where's Khada? How far? How far, how far is she?" Far ahead, Khada. So Khada. I think I think I was just chasing chasing that rabbit, which yeah. was not going to be caught. No, eventually the rabbit caught Davy. Paid, yeah. He fell over, stumbled, <laughs> couldn't even get his silver. So it's been a long comeback since then for Davy. Um, he then stumbled even further, broke his collarbone whilst in Budapest. So it's it's been from bad to worse. Yeah, at least you managed to close it off with a good marathon. Yeah, I mean, one I, week of training. One week of training, yeah, Cape Town Marathon. I think uh, when I reflect on the year, I'm pretty happy with, with you know, what I did in it. Um, starting off, you know, even before um, Two Oceans, I managed to run two sub-three-hour marathons. So starting off with best of the best in Durban. That was just like a confidence booster. I think I ran that in 2.54. And then Durban City, Durban International Marathon was, which was actually my second fastest, a minute off of my PV at two forty six. 
then into Cape, uh, Two Oceans, which was just the run of my life. I absolutely loved that one. Def- I, I mean, on that note, I've signed up for Two Oceans next year, and I think that's going to be my my highlight run of the year. It's got a bit of um, technicalities around yeah. it because my wife is giving birth in April <laughs> and Two Oceans is in April. So I've got to choose one or the other. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Easy she, choice. Dave. She's giving birth at the end of April. Two Oceans is on the 14th of April. But there's a chance that the baby comes early. So I really want to do Two Oceans and I want to do it properly. And I want to go for a very ambitious time. Um, so what did you learn from Two Oceans um, this year that uh, you, you're going to take into Two Oceans next year that perhaps our listeners could could benefit from? Oh, uh, such a tough question there because I think, you know, obviously as we've learned, I think there's just so many different categories of runners. So I, I maybe my experience is not the best for a beginner runner, but I think, you know, when I look at it, it's firstly such an amazing race. I think comparing that to, you know, comrades, also I, we ran Cape Town Marathon this year. I've done uh, a lot of other races this year. And I think... Comrades and Two Oceans are just, they're just so special. They, my two standout races that South Africa has, the vibe that Two Oceans has, um, it's just so special. It's an ultramarathon, there's just a buzz in the air, there's just so many people, it's such a special event. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I personally think I could have gone harder, um, which was quite surprising um, on, on race day, because I think you, I mean, you always you know, try and be a bit conservative. It was my first time ever racing two oceans. So I know that I can go harder. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, training wise, I think, I think I've, you know, I don't know what I would change too differently. Um, but in terms of advice for everybody, um, yeah, I think just it is quite a long race, I think. So, I mean, pretty much up until Chapman's Peak, the route is, you know, pretty much flat and fast. Um, our experience this year was you start in the dark, so take care in the first. With you no know, shedding. Yeah, 20, 20 Ks was quite dodgy. But it's a fast and flat race up until Chappies, and then it really gets quite difficult because Chappies is, you know, it's beautiful. So let the, let the view do the talking and like take it all in, but definitely give that a, a lot of respect. Coming down Chappies, it's quite tough. It's a very. Um, uneven surface to run on it's quite jarring on the body so definitely you know one piece of advice that we heard a lot of was don't go too hard down you know the back end of chappies um and i i have to agree with that you know um and then yeah the other one was was also you know up until that 42k mark it's 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 challenging it's a very tough 42k you know Mm. you come in there we came in there quite progressively just under three hours Mm. And then you get Constantia's neck. Yeah. And, you know, so many people, I was chatting to people around me who were saying like, you know, I've never got on my silver, never got on my silver. And up until that part, I was like, okay, but I didn't understand why. And it definitely <laughs> is Constantia's neck because yeah. that, that part of the race is just going to make or break. And my key would be if you're trying to get a silver, don't walk on Constantia's, you know, Constantia's neck, keep pushing through. I, I saw quite a few people who came to a walk and that was pretty much, I think, you know, where you can go really wrong. So just whatever you do, you know, get into a very low gear, just, you know, climb up that hill and then it's all downhill from there. I mean, yeah. I think- you got to remind yourself of that because I personally actually forgot about it. 
and I was suffering up Constantinic. And uh, once I got to the top, it I realized you, yeah. I, it, it broke me so hard that I actually forgot that it was going to be downhill. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to pick up the pace. And yeah. this, that last 10Ks is quite pleasurable if Yo. you do have any sort of legs, but the legs do hurt regardless. And to go back to your point, uh, the fact that you did finish off feeling so strong and felt great, I think a big part of it is contributed to the fact that you started off conservatively. So that is the the major thing when it comes to oceans. I feel that people get wrong is they get carried away in that first 21 and then the pace just picks up. You, you're feeling fresh, you're feeling ready. It's slightly downhill to fish hook. So, you know, you feel really, really good. And then the reality hits. And by the time the reality hits, you know, it, it's it's known that if you push a little bit too hard through halfway in any race, really, the second half really is like substantially worse. We learned that from the one conversation with Coach Perry where he believes for every five minutes that you come through halfway at Comrades faster than your predicted time, that's 40 minutes slower on the back end. And I fully back that. Sure. I think it, it's quite difficult to think about it, but a lot of people get caught up in a couple of minutes lost here and there especially at the beginning of the race, but the amount of time you lose at the end of a race, if you've gone out too hard, um, you just can't move. You just, your legs can't do it. So I think the same is said for oceans and hopefully Davey will learn the same with comrades this year coming up. I mean, he's entered again. Um, although he did the up and, uh, the back to back down runs as as coach parry would say you're a comrades novice yeah. if you haven't done the up yet <laughs> and davy has not done the up so i'm very much looking forward to it though i mean <laughs> i mean my experience with comrades at the moment is is two nil um <laughs> down <laughs> comrades to dave nil it's just shown me absolute flames and it's been at the same spot uh two years consecutive now so I, I think there's a number of reasons why, but I do definitely think that the, you know, the down run allows you to make that mistake because it is a down run and because you can't actually go out at like, you know, comfortably 430 a kilometer, you know, and next thing you're at 60s and you've blown it. But from what I've seen and on paper, you know, it's, it's so uphill for the first 42 Ks mm. that it like, it just, it demands respect. So I think that is going to suit me. And yeah, like I say, Comrades isn't going to be my highlight run of the year with me being in Cape Town, with me having a two-month-old baby. I think training is going to be quite difficult. So I'm really there just to, you know, 729. and just scrape over. Scra eh? Scrape over. You know, a silver is a silver. And I think... Until I think, you get caught up with the boys at the front on the race day. Eh? No. The I Ned Bank guys are going to come past I'm there, you. I'm going to join, uh, join Leah, our producer. Because <laughs> actually, Leah is also signed up for Comrades. She is. I don't, I don't think she's advertised that yet, though. She no, hasn't haven't. yet. Definitely breaking make, news. Breaking news. We'll make it clear in our next Making a Runner that she has <laughs> signed up for her first Comrades. She turns around to me and she says, there's actually a document that has the Comrades logo and my name on it at the same time. I mean, I just want to yeah. give, give Leah give a round, her a little round of applause. Is this, uh, uh, no, that's no. That's laughter. <laughs> Oof, that's bad. That one. After a whole year, I still haven't figured it oh, out. Oh, no. no it's Hold just, on, this one, this one. Worse. There, there we go. go. That's what we're going to give Leah. Leah, Leah, 
Lee, yeah, Lee, yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, no, we need we need to figure out this roadcaster. But Davey mentioned something there that I think is perhaps breaking news to some of you. But we have been mentioning it a few times as we've gone along in the last few episodes, especially with Davey and myself. Davey is going to be making a move to Cape Town next year, and obviously leaving leaving me behind in in Belito and KZN. I mean, that's not entirely fair because I have also inv- extended the invitation to Nick to also move to Cape Town, and he declined. I've so declined. I've whichever declined. way you want to look at it. He Either way, he's Dave, leaving me. I'm leaving him. Who's leaving who? We're leaving each other. Leaving but each other. the podcast will continue. It shall we continue. will carry on. We, we have got many, many ways to. How how do you eat a eat an elephant? Yeah, in small bites. In small bites. Just like chunks. just how you run, comrades. <laughs> but we're gonna try to figure out. We have been playing around with our with our online systems to be able to do online virtual interviews. As you have seen in the last few interviews, we have had a few dodgy conversations with people where the, 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 the quality hasn't quite been up to our high standards. We are trying to get around to that. We will hopefully figure it all out. Uh, I think the funniest part about this all is that we had Ryan Sands on uh, and he just so happened to be the one person where we had to do a conversation <laughs> where Davey was in Cape Town and I was here. And yeah, unfortunately, the, the quality of the conversation just wasn't up to standard. It was only like one of our biggest guests we've ever had mm. on, but we'll learn as we go along. Um, but yeah, that's just something that we're going to have to figure out. Also, obviously, with losing Davey, it's losing my training partner. Mm. That's the hardest part. Hold on. I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're playing around with the sounds. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be tough. I was just saying to Davey off air, it's, it's difficult, you know, when you've got someone that you can train with, that you that you that that pushes you, you know, you can meet up at any time and, and do your runs together. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. It, it isn't an easy transition to move away from. And it's definitely something that we are both going to struggle with. Um, luckily, there's running communities all over the place, wherever you go. But... Yeah, we are, we are going to have to figure out a way because also like once we get together, we go and run the races, it's going to be difficult to to figure out our I pacing. I think there might be a way around it though. I mean, I've seen virtual reality headsets are really coming quite fast. <laughs> so, I mean, we could both, you know, maybe just connect via Bluetooth, yeah. meet up. And or, da- Davey's or, on the Strava plan. He just follows me on Strava. Yes. Whatever I run, he runs better. Yes. That's, that's no, the plan. a bit of a competition. But <laughs> in, in all seriousness, that was that was probably the toughest part um, in the move, uh, Durban doesn't really didn't really have anything for me or Kath. It's got our family, so but none of my family listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> it was just it was very much losing the running community and, and Nick in specific. I mean, it is you know finding a running partner that you get along with so well is is um, a tough a tough thing to replicate. So it is going to be difficult, but. Um, it helps a lot with getting to your goals. So I think it's something yeah. that perhaps if you if you are out there and you do a lot of training by yourself, I get this often where people enjoy the training by themselves and I'm a big fan of it. I think it keeps you very motivated. It shows your true dedication towards a goal. But it often also speaks to me about generally that people haven't really tried to run in groups or try to join a club. But it, it, it is quite a daunting thing to go and do. But there's a whole other element of it. I, I often attribute half of my of my running to just being so involved in the running club. Like there were there's many mornings where I wouldn't get up and go and run if I didn't have to go and meet people there and join them. So I think it 
there's there's just as much pros as there are cons and it's about finding what you're into running for and i know that the running community here is definitely going to miss davy but I'm sure that the guys from Cape Town that are listening to this are, are busy cheering. They, mm, they're they're hopefully, excited hopefully, to, yeah. to get Davey on the run on their shores. Yeah, I've heard the Cape Town running crew is quite clicky, so I'm going to have to try <laughs> and uh, break down those barriers. But, but we're um, going to hit Cape Town hard. Yes, we are. So we've got the normal making a runner um, recordings with Nick and Davey, which we'll continue to push out. Yeah. Then we've got making her runner with Leah. Yeah. Akampora, our yeah. fantastic producer. Then we've got the deep dive yeah. with Nick Akampora. Yeah. And then a new addition, which no one knows about, which Oof. I have just thought of. It's the deep dive with Nick Akampora. <laughs> and then the lighter side the lighter with Davey. With Davey. Yeah. I like it. Davey. You like it? I like it. We can approve it. We can uh, see. We can, go, okay. we can go to budget. We have so to now you guys it. are still going to get one episode a week. The lighter side. But the lighter side, eh? side is going to be a 10 minute recording, guys, because that's <laughs> really all I can do. And it's just going to be a bunch of jokes with, with one person. Running jokes, eh? Running jokes. This is how this thing started. What was your running jokes that you had on, on our first episode ever? Um, oh, I don't uh, recall. You, for, you forget it. No. It's too long. Too, too long, long ago. Past. Okay, so the lighter side with yes. Davy. So between all of these, we'll we'll keep the podcast trademark rolling. pending. We'll we'll, we'll keep the podcast yeah. rolling. Uh, you you will still be able to listen to your favorite guests on the regular. And the other great thing that started this year that perhaps some of you haven't joined in onto yet is our newsletter. We've probably only been releasing it for about three months at this stage, and Every week that we release it, every we, Monday, every Monday, seven a.m. Seven a.m. Oh, right, Davy, Davy doesn't even know when it releases. They're gonna Wait, love it. No, I'll, no, come <laughs> I on. I get it at eight a.m. I start work at eight. Okay, so seven a.m. free time. But our producer Leah has been doing some fantastic work on the newsletter. We we share all kinds of news on there from the current running world, uh, episodes that have gone past, specific conversations that we really enjoyed, and we also hint towards uh, new conversations that are upcoming on the podcast so if it is something that you would enjoy getting into your mailbox every monday morning um, i highly recommend going over to our website and hitting the subscribe button it's been amazing to see the growth of that newsletter every week that we release it there is a whole bunch of new people that join on it and it's been a completely different element of the podcast that has helped us grow in in different ways Oh, I can smell your wife's focaccia bread. Yeah, oh she's been. God. She's, she, it's it's coming. Oh, I think next up on that on that newsletter is going to be Leah's Leah's recipe of the week. Yeah, I can't release more news about Leah. We need, we just need her to come on and tell <laughs> and tell us about where she's going. But she's got some exciting things to announce to the podcast as well. Oh, and uh, is that for the next recording or yeah, the next know? recording, the next recording for sure. And uh, she she's actually going into studying again, and oh. um, she's going to bring a completely different element to to our show so i'm oh, quite excited i'm looking about forward it. to that eh? yeah, davy doesn't know i that don't give, often get excited about things but that's i'm as excited about that as i am for that olive focaccia that she's she making but nick on the spot who was your favorite guest of the year so no really, pressure you really eh? are putting me on the hey. spot eh? okay okay but top three Oof, okay top three is still on the spot out of 50 episodes it's, it's very difficult but i gotta i gotta say you know ever since we started the podcast uh one of the guests that we highlighted that we really wanted to bring on the show was Gerda Stein, and i think you know to have an athlete of her caliber not only that to ever come on and chat to our listeners the week before comrades the week before 
the yeah, comrades that, that she went and absolutely smashed on a down run record. Um, it really is quite special. Um, also, the fact that it was just such an insightful conversation and we got to just chat to one of the greatest runners that our country has ever seen. That's got to be right up there. Um, another excellent podcast that really blew, blew my mind was Dom Scott. Dom was yeah. just... Dom Shout was so to Dom. down to earth. She was just an incredible person to get to chat to. And if you guys haven't listened to the Dom Scott podcast, I highly, highly recommend it. She had that HD connection uh, from Yo, America. Yo, that American Wafa. It, it felt like she was in our room, so I definitely <laughs> now recommend. Now we know why American podcasts just yeah, work. They just work. They've also yeah. been doing it for a whole lot longer. Oh. And uh, the other one that I want to mention, mm. which was also a pinch me moment, was mm. Ryan Sands. Because mm. I think, you know... <laughs> Trail running and Ryan Sands are just a match made in heaven. And for our podcast being proudly South African to have such great guests come on and chat to chat to us, it's really humbling. And we we just learn so much from mm. all these people that come on. But it it is hard to just put it down to a top three. No, it I is. Mean, I mean, we had Adrian Wilskut, Carla Molinaro, Coach Parry, Yvette a couple of times. I mean, I'm just looking through the, through the list here. Nick Bester. Yeah, um, Nick was a great one as well. I, I mean, I mean, they have really been a lot of amazing people. Um, Coach Parry, always an absolute favorite of mine. Um, who else we got? Michael Baker. I mean, that yeah. that's an inspirational story over there. And it, you know what, Davey? I just think that out of all of the guests that we've had, we've had a nice, well-rounded amount of guests. But the main people that I really want to give a shout out to is our listeners, because without our listeners, we obviously wouldn't be doing what we are doing. And our listenership has been growing really steadily throughout the year, not only in this country. Yes, we are mostly South African based, but it's been growing throughout the year. Our world map on our podcast provider has just been popping with shout all, out to uh, Slovakia. Yeah. You guys, you guys <laughs> all, are the best. All, all kinds of little countries throughout the world. So actually, since the start of the podcast, uh, we have been streamed in over 121 countries. So South mm. Africa being the 80 percentile, but United Kingdom, United States, Australia, close, close behind. And it just shows that we've been able to get a nice platform throughout the world. And I think from next year, we're going to start expanding even further. We're going to start having meaningful conversations with people in the countries where we actually have, have seen where that there is interest for our podcast as well, but we'll still do our best to keep it as local and lacquer as possible. Um, that is the goal for where we're going in the new year. You know, another big highlight for me this year was our Comrades Expo. So for those of you that don't know, during Comrades, we actually were humbled enough to be able to set up our own podcast studio at the Comrades Expo, which is one of the biggest expos in Africa that was huge. For, for running. And for us, that was that was fantastic to be able to, to interview all the guests and interview all the regular runners that were there for Comrades and meet our loyal fans. Um, it was just awesome. And I think, you know, we're going to continue growing from show to show as we go along and like i said if it wasn't for our listeners we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing so you guys need to make sure that you that you keep getting involved with the podcast keep popping us uh, private messages uh giving us little tips on certain guests and let us know who you want you us to want record, us to record with yeah and also certain topics that you want us to revisit or perhaps that you 
any constructive criticism really um we are committed to making this podcast work and committed to making it grow even further and that wouldn't happen without you guys um so that's just my my little bit of saying i brought a tear to my eye thank you my friend i want to be a listener <laughs> not a co-host maybe are you listening hey, hey I a, am. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one you see netherlands over there that's you know that's when it pops <laughs> up that's me so that's the the podcast um, goals for next year. But what about personal running goals? I mean, Davey, you mentioned you wanting to to run an even better two oceans. Is there anything else? Well, yes, because as I mentioned, because two oceans is is in a bit of a volatile period. Um, I have identified a marathon on mm. the calendar on the calendar in Cape Town, beautiful Cape Town, which takes place middle of february and it is the cape peninsula the sorry the Poland sports cape peninsula marathon get it right which you are going to be joining me for yeah boy we're both going to be hitting that marathon i hard. actually i i sent nick a message after cape town and i was you know feeling feeling inspired i was like okay marathon pb next year i want to run at 240 or faster please write me a plan and i just got a response saying I'll join you. <laughs> and I was like, you'll join me for what? And Cape Peninsula. So that 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 made my day. Yeah. Because Nick's going to come down. We're going to tackle that race together. Training has begun secretly. Yeah, we've been yeah. doing some. We've been doing some. <laughs> and we got about 10 weeks as this podcast is yes. to the marathon. So it's really where the ground uh, we'll, we'll get stuck in with. And then obviously I'm going to be giving uh, Two Oceans a skip. Uh, emotionally, it was tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, regardless of what time you're going, I think if you're on the cusp of whether it's a sub three, a sub four or sub five on a marathon or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and you're just on the edge of it, there's nothing worse than sitting out in a race knowing that you're just on the edge of your capacity and you're pushing your body to the limit. And for me, Two Oceans this year was just that. So I don't know if it's just I'm scared to go back in case I perform worse or just the unknown, but I've decided that I'm just going to run with Cape Town is too expensive. I can't go there too many times <laughs> and I can't go to Oceans this time around. So you must just move there. So that's my excuse. But we'll we'll save it all for K, uh, for comrades. And then because you're skipping two oceans, you are dedicating mm. your year to the ultimate human race. The ultimate human race. And this is going to be the second time that you've ever done the uprun. And the first time you ever done the uprun, did the uprun, was your novice year. Yes. And you did it in a time of, I don't, okay, let me guess this, okay? You did it in a time of <laughs> eight hours and 20, 30, 30, 40, eight hours, 40. Eight hours, 15 minutes. What did I do mine in? You did eight hours, 10 minutes. Ha! You were better. <laughs> but, so, yeah, the first uprun was 2019. That's that's when I But you weren't run. a real runner then, were you? Oh, not a real runner. You weren't a what real is a real runner? runner? Tell our listeners okay, what sorry. is a real sorry, runner. Sorry, I, I forgot we were on this all-inclusive platform for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, everybody. We vetoed that one. You were a real runner, but tell me your experience. <laughs> My experience of my first comrades, I think it's as anybody will ask, anybody that you ask about their first comrades, it's it's a little bit blurred. Mm. I think you remember everything, but mm. you're running on such a high for such a long period of time. 
by the time you start hurting, you know, you, you're in it with the masses. Everybody else is hurting around you. I remember a clear moment where, where Leah handed me something that was quite sticky and it got caught in my mouth and oh. I, I couldn't breathe. I became very overwhelmed. It was like a peanut butter ball or something. She did that to me this year as well. Hey, she's sabotaging. Oh my gosh. And uh, I remember that I was like sobbing. I was like halfway. I couldn't even <laughs> speak. I couldn't breathe. I was a mess. But I managed to pull myself together. I only started hurting late in that race. And uh, yeah, 8.15, I was very happy with that as a novice. Um, but I think that comes with a little bit more pressure this year. Obviously, I'm going for a time and I'm going for an ambitious time. But I'd, I'd like to run 6.45. That will be my goal time on the uprun. But again, not knowing and knowing that that Upfront is quite challenging in terms of the also the, also the, until comrades decide to come and make it a ninety-one kilometer upfront. Yeah, so you don't know how long it's going to be. It usually will be eighty-seven k's. So you can bank on the fact that it's going to be shorter. But I mean, now the down run looks like it's going to be short uh, going forward. Um, but anyways, it's tough. So I will be happy with a, as close to seven hours as possible on on my silver. But even a silver will be a win. Um, it's not to regress from what my main goal is, but it's also just to be realistic. So I want to run a hard marathon. I want to run a good comrades. And then if I can get another marathon in before the end of the year, maybe an overseas marathon, um, we, we might be in for that, but nothing too major. Just want to get my times. Nothing I just keep, too major. I want to just keep 45 comrades. Just keep working. Keep on improving. I'm enjoying. I'm really, really enjoying the process. And that also just gets me thinking, you know, as, as far as the podcast goes, the fact that we do get to chat to the likes of Coach Perry, the likes of Bart Yasso, you know, all these great uh, running icons that have coached people and have helped people to achieve their goals. You know, we can le- we're learning so much from all these individuals. And I'm sure that as much as we're learning, our listeners are learning as well. So we also realize that, you know, the training journey is an uh, ever-molding journey. It's something that develops. And as long as we're progressing forward, I think that's what matters. And I'm just looking forward to another year of progressing forward. We don't know where the limits lie. Well, I'm sure one day we'll find out. Davey's been trying to push the limits like Icarus, close to the sun. He's been burnt a few times now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's learning. Hopefully, he becomes a smarter runner and can start achieving uh, his true potential. Not getting any younger as well, hey? Yeah. Getting older, having a baby. I reckon once you have a baby, you're going to level up, bro. Level up, eh? So currently, I'm in the market for a 2D pram, um, obviously, for (laughs) for my baby. And I'm just considering getting the 2D pram now because, I mean, I can put a sack of potatoes in it. Bag of cement. You know, and that upright then. If you imagine, imagine I do all my training with a pram. Just yeah. full of cement. Yeah. But by, by the time you have the baby, you can't put it in the pram because it's going to shatter. <laughs> you have to get a new pram. But yes, guys, I mean, we as runners are evolving. I mean, the podcast is evolving. You as our listeners, we truly hope that you are also evolving because we want everybody that listens to this podcast, like Nick says, to learn and to grow and to take, you know, little parts of this that are going to make you a better human and a better runner. Um, and, 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 and learn, you know, learn as much as you can about running yeah. and we're enjoying the process. We're enjoying what it's all about. And I'm very much still looking forward to 2024, introducing the latter side with <laughs> Davey on the run, trademark pending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll make I'm it sure our mission. I'm sure Nick's very happy to have his deep dive because that's the thing that also works about Nick and, and me together is that Nick 
can go down a rabbit hole for 40 minutes <laughs> and talk and talk, you know. David can keep shit. it on the lighter side. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, shit. Is that what you say? Huh? No, it's shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Tell me how you really but feel. But it's worth, it's it's meaningful shit. Uh, okay. The, the stuff that matters. <laughs> the stuff that matters, yes. What about the lighter side? What can what can our listeners expect from the lighter side, David? You since you've thought about it so much. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. <laughs> the, the reveal. I've just, you know, I've already said too much, so... So that, that's coming, guys. When did you come up with this? I read at today. The gate, now, yeah, now. Yes. Okay. No, not even. On the whim. When we pressed record. Sure. Yeah. You're a, you're a running Innovator. Genius. That's genius. another word. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. We, we're going to make it our mission to you for next year to keep the podcast rolling and keep it growing and keep you guys learning more through my deep dive episodes as well as uh, Davey's latter side. And making her runner. And making her runner. And then just the general cuck that you and I talk with ah, the usual some of the cuck. biggest guests in the world. We'll try to keep it going. Wink, guys. wink. We, all we can do is our best. Wink, wink. wink. Hey? Yeah. Kipchoge. <coughs> all right. Sorry. It's coming. All right. Calvin Kipton. Okay, guys. Thank you so much again. And we wish you all the best for the holiday season. We, I know we still do have a couple of episodes coming to you before the end of I'm the gonna year. I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas because I'm probably... Yeah, Davy's not going to be around. Yeah. Davey's Merry Christmas, around. everybody. And then we are going to take a little production break. It will probably be about a two-week production break. And we'll be back in the middle of Jan, fresh and ready to give you the best content out there. Absolutely. But we're going to go eat some delicious focaccia bread That's with it. olives inside Car- of it. Carving up. Um, guys, as usual, it's been a pleasure. No, no guest to introduce today. So sit back, relax, and, and enjoy, enjoy the rest of your run. The rest of your run. Thank you for listening to another episode of Making a Runner. We hope you enjoyed it and found value in the show. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on your favorite streaming platform. And remember to share with your running buddies. Follow our journey on our socials and feel free to engage with us on all things running. We wish you a pleasant run wherever the road or trail may take you. Bye for now.